contaminated. Bacteria is everywhere. How can you keep yourself healthy and clean while enjoying life? Coming right up on Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew with Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Guys, have you ever been confused in the area of dating and relationships? Have you ever tried to apply dating and relationship tips you've read in newspapers or seen on talk shows only to find out they don't work? Are you sick of men bashing in today's society? We have a show just for you. Doc Love has immersed himself in the study of women and has been featured in major media outlets such as Time and Fox. Finally, a man-friendly show with coaching that actually works. Don't miss the Doc Love Show, Understanding Women for Men Only, Sunday mornings on World Talk Radio. Have you ever wondered what it's like to be on the air, behind the mic? Are you an expert in your field or just passionate about a particular topic? Then World Talk Radio has a place for you. You could host your own professional show and share your message with the world. World Talk Radio is producing a new fall lineup and is interested in hearing your show ideas. Let us help you start your own radio show today from anywhere in the world. Call right now to find out how you can become a host. It's easier than you think. Call 858-836-0164 or email us at newshows at worldtalkradio.com. You're listening to World Talk Radio, where the world comes to talk. To speak with our show hosts or guests during the live show, call us toll-free in North America, 888-514-2100. Everywhere else, call 001-858-268-3068. Well, hello, party partners, and welcome to Radio's Finest Hour of Power Star Style, be the star you are. This is a program of positive book talk with authors and experts to help you excel in life. And this is our Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew segment. I am one of your hosts. My name is Cynthia Bryant. And I'm Heather Whitney. And I'm the mother part. And I'm the daughter. Of course. And we're thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches right here on the airwaves, broadcasting live out of San Diego every week. So get ready to pump your energy. Love, learn, laugh, listen, and live your dreams through books and Media, we are a show about following your heart. We're champagne for the spirit. Well, the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. And for more information about Star Style, how you can get a private consultation, a personal one, or over the phone, try to enhance your life, you can call at 925-377-7827 or go to the website star-style.com. And this is from Samuel Johnson, who was an author. To improve the golden moment of opportunity and catch the good that is within our reach is the great art of life. And that is for sure. Well, in Tea for Two, Heather and I hit the pavement to show you the dirt on living. And in segment two, New York Times bestselling author of 13 books, which has been translated into 18 languages, Richard Paul Evans joins us with his newest book, the Five Lessons a Millionaire Taught Me. And in Segment 3, we're talking Hollywood. And what are we doing in Segment 3, Hev? We're talking Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, yeah. We love Hollywood. Okay, so it's going to be the movies. And we're going to talk about the different genres and what happens each year and what you can look for. And trends. And, and trends. Our purpose in providing you this radio program is to communicate to you 
that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, producer, director, and star of your own life. We have three rules. Smile. Have fun and be wild and crazy. And also we want you to read good books because what is our motto? <laughs> to be a reader, you must be a reader. Don't you love our mottos? We have all these quotes that we live by all the time. I am the author of four books and I'm working on my other ones, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, Business of Show Business. That ties in with our movies tonight. And Miracle Moments, you can buy these books, get autographed copies, and the money donated to the charity Be The Star You Are, which is uh, broadcast this show. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. It is a tax-deductible contribution. Well, what we want to talk about today is how can we stay healthy when germs and bacteria are everywhere, whether it's in the food we eat or going to the public toilet you know, how do we keep clean? How do we keep healthy? We can wash our hands. We can do whatever. But now Heather wants to talk to us about how we can battle the bacteria renegades. Oh. <laughs> well, most definitely. Well, there's thousands of types of bacteria that are naturally present in our environment every single day. And hidden bacteria in our meals and that cause foodborne illnesses and make us all sick in our family um, can multiply in 60 to 125 degrees Fahrenheit, and those are the danger zones. So I just want to give you guys some tips about avoiding bacteria, especially in your food. So the first would be avoid bringing home dangerous levels of bacteria from the grocery store just by following a few of these simple rules. Yeah, so, we all go to the grocery store. Exactly. So. so buy your cold foods last and get them home fast. Consider using a portable cooler to keep them cold in the car because you never know... You you, know, you might get caught in traffic or how long the distance. If you're going to specialty stores to get certain items, um, these certain items may not last to get them home. So you're talking about like if you're going to go buy meat, fish, cheese, milk, of course, ice cream. Go and get everything else first and then go to that aisle at the end. Exactly. Um, get you know get anything that comes in boxes that's uh, preservatives, things like that, that... Uh, they don't need refrigeration because the longer they're sitting out, you know, first they're going to be sitting in your cart while you're going around the store. Then they'll be in the checkout aisle. Then they'll be in your car. Then they'll be sitting in the kitchen. So do that, do that last so that it preserves itself the longest. Next, at the store, make sure the refrigerated foods you get are cold. Touch them. And the frozen food should be frozen, not kind of soft or mushy. And always check the expiration dates. And never buy dented or cracked or bulging cans. Those are signs that it's damaged and that things that the bacteria is growing. In. I want. I have a question on that. There mm-hmm. are whole stores that are called like the dent store. I mean, I'm not going to give the true name. You know, where there's whole stores, Heather, where you can get things that are dented and. Um, Irregular shapes. Uh, so, are you saying stay away from that? Because exactly, be- stay away. Never buy a dented can because bacteria is actually getting inside of there, and it it affects That's it affects the safety right. of it. Um, I know about the bulges because that means that there's air and gases in there. Exactly. Another thing is keep fresh meat, poultry, fish on a plate or wrapped in a second plastic bag to keep their raw juices from contaminating with other food. If you're if you're not going to eat these in a few days, then put them in the freezer. Otherwise, the bacteria will grow. Um, another thing, keep your family's food safe by cooking it thoroughly. That's so important. Red meat should be cooked at 160 degrees Fahrenheit. should always have the juices run clear. If you, like, when you're cooking on the grill, touch down on it. The juices should spurt out 
clear. If they spread out red or any other pinkish color, that means your meat is undercooked. So no more carpaccio. I mean, I can't eat like my meat. Well, you know, it's up to your your own. But you know, but actually, (laughs) actually, foreign countries, Asia uh, and China, they don't allow um, American beef anymore. So that's another thing because of all the the beef epidemics we've had. Fish should flake with a fork when you touch it. Scrambled or cooked eggs until the yolk and white aren't runny anymore, though. I do like runny eggs. I like them runny, too. Avoid Caesar salads because they use raw eggs in them. Homemade mayonnaise, chocolate mousse, or any recipe that calls for raw or partially cooked eggs. Now... I, you know, I would be hypocritical by saying that I don't eat these or don't do that because I do enjoy these, but just be really cautious about it. It's the same thing if you're eating cookie dough or something. It has raw eggs and raw meat. Or, yeah, it has raw eggs in it, which has the potential to have salmonella. Well, do you know, like a lot of people make milkshakes and then they'll put a raw egg in it just to, for the extra protein. So that could be dangerous. But of course, I raise my chickens. I eat homegrown Eggs. I mean, the eggs come from my chickens, so I would um, think that they're healthier. Um, well, it, that really doesn't, you know, it's just kind of like one thing. Bacteria is the same no matter. It, we kind of have a misconception of, like, you know, usually if we go to a public uh, toilet, we'll use a, a, one of those toilet seats because we don't know who's been here. Mm-hmm. But really, what's the difference in your own home that your family has bacteria, your friends have bacteria? They could even have worse bacteria and illnesses than um, than a complete stranger. But mm-hmm. we seem to have that thing that if we know if this it's bacteria, familiar. you know, if a stranger was to come and eat a piece of your food, you'd be appalled and you went to. But if a friend says, "Oh, can I have some of that?" and puts their hand in your food and you're sharing stuff, it's the same thing. Everyone has bacteria and some other bacteria tips to avoid. So bacteria can also live in our hands, our kitchen towels, our sponges, cutting boards, and knives. And so, I was going to say about hands. I mean, our hands are absolutely Oh my gosh. Can, Although our mouths are actually the most dirty. If you oh, swab your and mouth. Which, and something oddly enough is that dogs' mouths are actually cleaner than humans, which is rather odd because they use their tongues as a self-cleaning mechanism. <laughs> exactly. I don't know about that. But so throughout food preparation, keep everything clean with hot Hot and soapy, and try to avoid uh, contaminating anything with juices or raw foods. If you're gonna, if you're using one bowl, you know, to cut the chicken, don't you know, just rinse it with water and then put the salad in it. That's cross contamination, and that's gonna get your family sick. Well, I think one thing, just to get back to the kitchens and things, is that's why using uh, Clorox or something like Ajax, some kind of a scrub, you want something that's going to disinfect it. Or another great thing, if you don't want to use those kinds of cleaners, is use alcohol. Mm. Alcohol cleans uh, tiles and granite and marbles fantastic, and it eliminates all of the bacteria. And we can't forget to wash our phones uh, I, there's so many things like that, and when you're when you um, when cooking food, don't use the same utensils that you use to prepare the food that you use to serve the food with, because they're going to have the bacteria on it. And also, cold air should always be circulating throughout the fridge, so don't overcrowd when they're when you're making leftovers. And if you do happen to catch one of these bacteria, one of these foodborne illnesses, uh, preserve the evidence. Wrap the remaining food securely and mark danger on the package. <laughs> And save all the rotten pa- bacteria. Save, exactly. Save all the packaged materials such as cans or cartons. Write down the food type and put a date and the date it was consumed on it so that if the, any more symptoms occurred, you have a correct uh, timing that you can say, okay, I was feeling these things on this day, but I ate this on this time. Another thing is trek, uh, check. <laughs> 
Seek treatment as necessary. Seek medical care immediately. If your victim or yourself is at an at-risk group or if symptoms are, preserve, are persisting or getting severe, such as uh, bloody diarrhea, excessive nausea, vomiting, or a high temperature, um, contact your po- poison control center. And we should have the number for that, which is one 800 922 Give that number again, Heather, one 800 This is the Poison Control Center, and it's one 800 922 1117. 1117. And uh, that should be posted exactly. on everyone's phone. And if, phone. and if something is really serious, report it to authorities. Call your, con- your county health department. If you, sus- if you suspected the food you were served at a restaurant, um, or at a local grocery store, it's been contaminated or something. It was not, so they, I mean, you may have to be the martyr here and get sick, but so that it won't, other people won't get sick as well. And there's actually the United States Department of Agricultural Meat and Poultry Hotline. This is where you would call the report if you have any meat or poultry that's been contaminated and that's 1-800-535-4555 so if you suspect that um that you fall victim to any of these illnesses any of these bacteria hopefully the things that we've told you regarding uh, food stuff will help you avoid that but if you do think you've fallen victim to these are really important numbers that you have and we're going to try to post them on the website as well so that you can have these well you know there's some other little tips too and some are common sense but so many of us go out on picnics mm-hmm. or we go to the beach and we take something we go to the mountains we take something and if it's a warm day we have to remember that you've got to keep things on ice and keep things cold and anything that's perishable. I mean, one of the big things that a lot of people get sick from is like potato salad, macaroni salad, anything that would yeah, have mayonnaise you, in that's it. That's actually a really great thing, too, um, so eggs. that your kids don't get sick. A really great thing um, is take a juice box and put it in the freezer the night before. So then in the next day, if you're making them a tuna salad or a potato salad, put that in there and it serves. And by the time it's lunchtime rolls around, it will be it melted into the juice that they'll drink. But while, you know, while the four hours they're in school leading up to lunch, it'll actually use this kind of a mini little fridge. In That's a freezer. great idea because how many times have you prepared the, their lunch the night before? Or, I mean, they're leaving for school at 7 in the morning. They're not eating until noon. I mean, if it's a hot day, it's sitting by there. Exactly. That is not good for them. You know, and now just for a couple of minutes, I just want to talk other than food bacteria, is other mm-hmm. kinds of germs that are just everywhere. The hidden bacteria, you just don't believe it. It's, we were talking earlier today about hidden hotel things. I know that as soon as we get places, she is just, you know, instantly has to take off. She the, meaning me, mama. Yeah, the, the bed <laughs> spread. Because have you seen, you know, Dateline and stuff has done so many investigating reporting on how much bacteria is really out there. You feel clean, you know, going to a hotel because you're thinking, oh, the maid service comes every day, fresh sheets. And especially if it's an expensive hotel, but yeah, that's not but necessarily so not the, the case. The bedspreads, how rarely, you know, if you've ever seen those things where they take the black lights and seen all, you know, the humanly fecal, you know, stuff that's in on there, it's just, it's disgusting because the stuff will get washed maybe once a year and you're laying on it, touching it. You, just, you have no idea. Yeah. A few years ago, Oprah actually went, uh, had her crews go undercover, and they went into five-star hotels, really fancy hotels that were very expensive, you know, $800, $1,000 a night. And they were appalled at how horrible it was. So the other thing is, like, you know, on the carpets, you probably don't want to go barefoot. You probably want to wear socks or slippers. Uh, you know, the same with the toilet seats. You may want to... 
take some Clorox or your take your uh, alcohol with you and clean it. Speaking of toilet seats, a study was done of when people go into public restrooms mm-hmm. of what, Heather, what, which stall do you think people use the you know, most? That's actually the funniest thing. Which I've, one do you think is the cleanest? Well, I was going to say, whenever, if I have the opportunity, I always choose the very first stall because I've heard that that's, that people don't go, for some reason, our You're children, right. we don't like to use the first stall for that's some reason. Our, and because of, because the statistically, I read that, I heard that somewhere, I always try to go to the first stall because I, you know, I, that's one thing that I, I don't want a lot of people to have used before me. But, um, yeah, I would say that the first one's the cleanest, and I don't know, maybe the third one's the least cleanest? Well, the, the furthest away. The furthest away. The furthest For away reason, is usually the least Because we want to pee cleanest. in privacy or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like I just squat, you know, what yeah. can I say? But, you know, um, the, I think the other thing is is that they have all kinds of little wipes that you can carry in your purse or in your pocket these days. And one of the key things is just to wipe your hands, wash your hands with an uh, antiseptic soap. Often, and because door handles, and that's another thing about with soaps. Um, they, I recommend very... using pump soaps because those little bar soaps just are breathing ground for bacteria because it's just constantly it's sitting there. It's going to get become different different temperatures. So many people touching it. A really great thing now, um, in a lot of public places, is they install it's it comes out already as a foam, and that's really great too. And also something you need to be kind of aware of. I personally just like to keep um, antibacterials, those kinds that just dissolve into your hands, in in my purse instead of actually even washing my hands. I think just because so many people, your hands will actually get dirtier from you know turning on the sink, pulling out the paper, all that. You're just you wash your hands and then you're collecting bacteria right over again. But something to be aware of: make sure after you've used those antibacterials, those you know those invisible rub and stuff, that you let your hands dry and just you know rub it until it's dry, because again, a wet bacteria. Bacteria, uh, bacteria grows in warm, moist, moist places, and if your hands are moist again and, and warm after rubbing it, you're going to touch something else and instantly pick up all those bacteria all over again. Well, Heather, another wonderful segment, and you know, I think the best thing in what you're saying is just be aware, because the more information that we have, the healthier we can be. So, be clean, be out there, be healthy, and wash your hands no, often, and power. protect your kids, empower your kids, just, you know, keep things cold and keep things great. Well, Heather, give out the website. We'd love for you to visit stelladone.com. That's www.stelladonne.com. Well, thank you. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather. So stay with us. We've got a fabulous hour for you coming right up. Is somebody you're going to really want to hear? Richard Paul Evans is with us, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Dancing in a Broadway show on the silver screen. 